three beers and a scotch. Switch. No, but I hear it on NPR all the time. It's just, uh, you know, it's like it's seven o'clock, and all I can hear is well, and way in the distance. It's like it's seven o'clock, and what you're what you're hearing is he had cheese on that breakfast sandwich. Yeah, like you know, give the give the guy eight, you know eight ounces of water. That's right. You know, let him right. rinse his mouth out a That's little right. bit, and sure, Wi-Fi information. Oh, he doesn't share that. So that's that's on. Oh, I do. I'm gonna have to beep it out because we've actually already started recording. Oh. We're gonna go ahead and keep this. Oh, it's uh. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Are you ready? Wait, no, I'm not. Oh lord. Look at this. I know though. It's my. I've got my nineteen thousand digit number. Uh-huh. Uh, are you two wire eight forty three? Sounds about right. Okay. You don't have your special name for your. No, I need to get on there and. Put Mine's it. Fangnet. Uh. Is it? Yeah, Fangnet. I thought I put Fangnet. Fangnet. I think I, I was always thinking about putting like FBI van. <laughs> so somebody tried to get on. That's right. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. That is funny. Best not. I'm gonna go home and do that. Homeland Security. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm watching you. Just put that as. I, I saw one when I was in LA. Uh, uh, I was in the hotel, and one of the Wi-Fi's that popped up was not your Wi-Fi. Like, okay, maybe I'll select that one. That's I, awesome. Uh, yeah. I looked up a little bit earlier because I, I did buy some fresh carrots and uh, they were organic carrots, so they still had the, the leafy matter at the top. So yeah. I was looking up to see if that's. If you could juice the leaf. Yeah, well, if it's edible, it's, it's mm-hmm. full of potassium, so it's a little mm-hmm. bitter. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, also uh, antiseptic, so uh, it could be used for mouthwash. So I believe he said it was anti Semitic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Antiseptic. It's not what we're into, man. It is not what we're Bart, into. Coming in here with all your hate. <laughs> it's anti-Semitic, so it can be used for mouthwash. <laughs> Look, El Dos. Oh, wait, let's introduce ourselves. Okay, so I, b- before before we get in, what are we going to call this guy? El Dos. El Dos. El Dos. El Dos. Okay. El Dos. El Dos. And so, Dice Bag, because you... I'm, I'm going to be here. You're just going to be Aaron? I'm just going to be Aaron. No cool nickname? Because you, I mean, because you do the RPG stuff and you guys roll dice, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Aaron is cool. Okay. Okay. How about yourself? I guess Mark. Okay. I have no problem with Aaron. El dos. I am el dos. dos. All right. So here's the premise. We get together. We taste uh, three beers and a scotch, just like... In the wonderful song that we just recorded. That's right. That we will use. Scotch. Available now on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> and we sell it at a buck twenty nine, so that's DRM free. So Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, I am gonna put explicit on this. Because <laughs> I have no doubt that pretty soon here Aaron's gonna start dropping the F bombs. Why would I do that? I am I am I'm I'm completely proper and such. So yeah. El Dos has to start dropping. I don't really drop that. That's what's going to happen. I wish I cursed more than I did, but I like, I don't know. I've got well, some weird. You, you know what? I did. I got it all out in college. Uh-huh. I, I, I uh-huh. was quite foul mouthed well, in college, but I'm. Second grade. So no. Really? You get sent yeah, to the principal a couple times? Oh, no, no, no. We just used to be a bunch of sailors walking home from school, man. Nice. <laughs> Everywhere we can get it in. We were, we were, we were, I, uh, we were doing compound cuss words. I, I got in trouble one night. My uh, mom had just gotten home from work, and 
neighbor comes and knocks on the door and wants to talk to my mother. Aaron, can I speak to your mother? Huh? Um, and I'm like, God, this is good. good. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what's going on? You know? And so go get my mom. And, you know, mom was always, don't bother me after I get home from work. I don't want to talk to people, you know? Right. <laughs> and so she comes to the door and he says, I want to talk to you about your son. He was over at my house cursing today. And I think I said something like damn or something like that out right. in his front yard playing with his kids. And he says, I don't want him. I don't want your boy over at my house anymore swearing in front of my kids. Wow. And so mom turns to me and she goes, you know, you can't go over to Eric's house anymore. You know, uh, not, so, don't, not don't cuss. Right. So it was, you, can go over there. you just can't go anymore. Yeah. Well, okay, his thing is he, he, he didn't want, he didn't want me over there anymore. It wasn't, you know, make sure your kid doesn't swear. It wasn't anymore. conditional. It was, right. It was, it was just don't come over anymore. So I accepted that guidance and rode my bike out in front of his house while he was out working on his car one day going, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I'm not in your yard. Did you really? Oh, my yeah. And yeah. that's what just earned us the explicit label. <laughs> now, what did I say just like five minutes ago? And Aaron's like, what, me? No, why would I be the one? And you said it hey, at that, least like I just times. channeled 10-year-old me, not me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> I can see the future. <laughs> so that was awesome. So basically, what we're gonna do is is try three different beers, and then uh, we'll finish the evening off with a scotch. I think that's probably the correct order to do that. I in. would agree. Um, now, one thing that we do have is tonight the beers are totally random. They are not in any sort of good order or anything else. So. Um, uh, they're not, you know, it's not like a some sort of tasting where it's like all ambers or IPAs or whatever. It's like, well, that looks good. Well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and there's no pairing going on with the scotch either. It's not like I, I looked at the flight of beers that uh, that Mark laid out for us and said, "Ooh, you know, what would really go well with that?" No, right. it was what uh, what I was interested in when I picked it up at the store. Right. Yeah. So we got La Fin du Monde from uh, Unibrew. Uh, vanilla Porter from Breckenridge. And then the growler there is uh, from Petticolis, which is a local brewery. Uh, and it is the Velvet Hammer. The Velvet Hammer. It is. Is that is any relation to, uh, you know, the Velvet Fog? I'm not sure that has anything to do with it. Okay. Just checking. But it's possible. Okay. I have a hilarious little interjection since we're on three beers and a scotch. Uh, I, I Just for the record, I pre-game tonight with uh, some fresh... Uh, fruit juice, yeah. some, some pear, apple, and strawberry juice. And He's I, all hopped up on the juice. Yes, and I uh, and I, I, I tweeted about it, put it out there to the world, and I had a friend that uh, that that replied and said, uh, she says yuck or whatever, had to get a frosty. And her husband wanted to know if that juice was with or without the scotch. Nah. <laughs> now, I, what y'all missed when, when when I got here this evening was, you know, our good friend Eldos and Mark talking about their juicers. Well, you have, I got the William Sonoma. What'd you get? Well, I got the Jack LaLanne. William yeah. Sonoma is it's not a brand. It's actually the Breville. Breville is the brand. Oh, Breville. I, I stand corrected. The juice fountain. Yes. <laughs> And I think at that point you you pointed out, yeah, that when you were 16 years old, you never would have saw yourself so many years later on a Friday night 
talking about your juicer. <laughs> yeah. Alas, but this is where life has brought us. It's a sad, sad well, state of affairs, time. my friends. <laughs> Let me just say, this is as good as it gets. For me. Hey. This is as good as it gets. No going back now, baby. Uh, no going uh, back. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, uh, let's pour up some Fin du Monde. La Fin du Monde. La Fin du Monde. Okay. Sorry. So uh, you've got your glasses over there. You guys can fight over. There's a Deep Ellum glass and a uh, uh, RAR brewery. RAR. We're fans of both. That's it. That's it. Feel free just to pour. I'm going to... I was about to say, are you drinking with it? Yeah, get it right in there so you can really hear it. Go. About... Yeah, you can enjoy a few ounces of that. About, about Probably about a... No more than four each. <laughs> Being that it's a 12 ounce. Being that it's a 12 ounce. Sir. Thank you. Thank you, kind sir. And then if there's a little left over, then whoever likes whatever can just chug it or whatever. And this is in no way a uh, some sort of official tasting, so just do what you like. Although I will say, I was taught something the other day. If you smell... Mm-hmm. And then you put it down somewhere, and you yep. you do that. You'll get you'll get a few yeah. more flavors out. Yeah, of it. You you'll open up the nose it. to it. Yeah, yeah. So, which I was I was really surprised because I thought, well, pouring it that's going to release everything. Yeah. But one swirl, and then once you've done one swirl, it doesn't really mm-hmm. do much more than that. It's got a uh, uh, a fruity kind of fresh nose to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Very refreshing. I mean, you'd mm-hmm. almost think that it's going to be sweet right. when you taste it. And it is a little sweet. Uh-huh. It is. It definitely is. I like it. It's yeah. it's not so hoppy. Yeah. I'm 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 a fan of the not so hoppy. Yep. Very Belgian y. Mm-hmm. This would be an appropriate beer on a um hot summer afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I've enjoyed it in such occasions. Have you? Yes, have come you. home and have a little something to eat and pop And this will get you drunk. Yes. I think yeah. it's nine percent. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you can taste it. You there's there's alcohol a little bit of alcohol yeah. burn right at the end in there. Now I first I first enjoyed this in Seattle this summer. Mm-hmm. I was going up for a wedding, hanging out with a friend. We had dinner with their neighbors, and uh, the neighbor pulled out the La Fin du Monde, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, this is really, really good." So I came back home and I found a four pack, and uh, it, was, it was quite fantastic. But, is this pretty easy to find? Yeah, yeah, it's, that- it's not difficult to find anymore. Now I like to go. Here are my my stores I like to go to. Uh, Doctor Jekyll. To tell any more information about about the beer before we jump off into other things. Uh, this is La Fin du Monde, yeah. made by Unibrook. Um, and uh, yeah, so what, see what you get off the bottle. I did I did zero fat finding on this yeah, one, so yeah. I don't know too much except that I know that it's pretty. There's really no other, no additional information here on the bottle. I mean, other than, you know, government warning, we're all at risk if we're pregnant. So, you know, be aware. But it's a triple. Should have taken a test before. (laughs) It is a triple golden ale on these. Triple, triple. Yeah. But my favorite place is to find things. Uh, Dr. Jekyll's here in Arlington, Texas. Uh, Technically, Pantigo. Pantigo, technically, right. And then um, uh, I found Total Wine, which is over in Dallas, and they've got a good selection. In fact, that's where a couple of the the beers are from. So, are you suggesting I'm not going to find this at Seven Eleven? Probably not. 
Although, <laughs> you know, I think even this, we've got a new, well, fairly new uh, liquor store. It's like, I don't know, Goat Canyon or something. I don't know what it's called mm-hmm. <laughs> over here. Um, and they've got a pretty good selection. I bet you'd be able to find it mm-hmm. there. It's not difficult. So if you go to, and of course, if you go to like, you know, your flying saucers and world of beer mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, they're going to, sure. They're going to have it for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, not difficult to find. And that same, the, that brewery makes a lot of different mm-hmm. brews. And, and they're our, all and really picking good. picking up today. I, I got this and two other of their, other brews, yes. Maudit, I think is how you pronounce Maudit one of them, and that's really nice. What was the other? I can't remember the other one that you got. But they've they've got a whole series in mm-hmm. there. Every one I've had so far. What is that? What's the funny sounding one? Don de... Don de do. Don de do. Don de do. <laughs> so... But all, every single one I've had. You have to say it fast. Dun 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 Three beers and that's good. It's catchy. That's right. It's going to stick with you. It's going to be a thing. It will be. I'd be surprised. Put it in and throughout. That's right. This is going to give Ben Folds a run for his money. Oh yeah. Totally. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can just see it now walking down the mall and. Somebody on the other side, you just hear three beers and a scotch. So not only did I miss Ben Folds 5 when he was here in town last month. Yeah. Not last only month? that. I'm, yeah. yeah, I missed it kind of on purpose. I wasn't able to go. So. Well, I saw only, it coming. I, I couldn't mind. Not only did I, did I miss it here, but to add insult to injury, they played the New York Comic Con this week. Mm-hmm. They, you know, the, yeah, the, I heard him talk about that. They, it's just, you know, he's just, just grinding his heel into me. Yeah. What he's doing. Well, you know they yeah. did that that uh, uh, video with Fraggles. Fraggle Rot, yeah, yeah, with the really? Nerdist. Yeah. I listen. Do you that know, was hysterical. Do you yeah. listen to the Nerdist podcast at all? I do. I do. I, I, mostly, I listen to the writers panel. Oh. The but the the, the I writers. don't listen to that. I just listen to like the main. Yeah, the Nerdist writers panel is fantastic. They they get like TV writers from all across mm-hmm. the industry. Like you and I were talking about Big Bad earlier this evening. <laughs> Right. Breaking Bad early this evening. I've only had just a little bit of beer. Uh, <laughs> very, <laughs> very interesting television show. Yeah. I, I've tried to get into Breaking it on Bad. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just absolutely love that show, and they've had the writers on front, like Vince Gilligan, yeah, uh, on on the Nerdist writers panel several times. It's just interesting to hear them hear writers that are writing something that you're interested in mm-hmm. talk about the craft. And then also to talk about stuff that they're interested in, right. you know, the shows that they watch. That's actually how I got turned on to Breaking Bad, was oh, yeah. listening to writers that I really you know respected talking about this fantastic show. And so mm-hmm. I went and watched Breaking Bad, and now I'm hooked. Interesting. Here's a little neat aside on Breaking Bad. So a friend of ours who's a DEA agent, they flew him out to New Mexico to kind of help them craft a... Make sure that they were had a you know meth lab that looked like a meth lab and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> they flew him out to the ABQ, yeah, yeah. ABQ, huh. and uh, so he went out there. <clears throat> I kept looking in the credits, you know, maybe they would thank him or whatever, and it does say thank you to the DEA. But just recently, one of Walter White's, um, and his the guy's name that goes that has gone out there, his name is Victor Bravenac, mm-hmm. and uh, is that kosher to the store out there? Yes. Oh, okay. Because. Uh, just a few weeks ago, one of the doctors that that helps Walter White is named Doctor Bravenac, and I was yeah. like, "I'll bet you that was a little shout out to Victor <laughs> for going out there, yeah. you know, and kind of helping him out." Because I was like, "How how often are yeah. you going to come across a Bravenac?" Right. But I was just like, "They're just cool. Yeah. I just like them." And nice. Brian Cranston, by uh, just another shout out to the Nerdist. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul both have been on yeah. uh, the Nerdist. 
really both of them were really good but brian cranston's he's just excellent well you know what what He's Brian, come a long way Brian since Cranston, Malcolm in the Middle. He really well, and I mean, <laughs> the thing about Brian Cranston is he's been a character actor for so long, just been a fantastic character actor. But that's all I've ever thought of him as. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then you watch Breaking Bad, and you realize what a magnificent talent he right. is. Like, mm-hmm. who is this guy? Yeah, and now I just want to see everything that he's in. He's got a new movie coming out. I forget what it's called, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm just like, well, Brian Cranston's in. I'm going to go see it. I mean, yeah. he's now it's now a star name for me that I'm just going to follow him wherever he goes. Yeah, you know. Because I mean, he's just that good. Mm-hmm. I mean, watching his performance on Breaking Bad is is uh, really it's a it's revealing on kind of what makes people people and what makes some of the most awful people the people they are. Because you mm-hmm. know it's all about ego and pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially with Walter. Yeah, he's my role model. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Let me know when you're cooking the meth. The meth. Um, That's right. So why don't we go move on to our second one, which is another one I haven't done yep. much, uh, and that's the Vanilla Porter. This is the Breckenridge Brewery Vanilla Porter. And they do excellent work, too. I kind of picked that one under under coercion, but I picked that one. It's brewed with with and, real vanilla beans, and right. you know we we didn't talk about the color of the of the other uh, yes. beer, but you know it was it was very clear and golden, mm-hmm. and whereas mm-hmm. this one by contrast is a dark beer. It's dark, but it's still it's clear. If you can, you can still get a little light through it. It's nice and clear. Yeah, but I can't read through it. No, <laughs> no, I agree. Well, there's that. <laughs> Yeah, now Breckenridge just has, um, we did, I'm a member of the uh, the beer group, Knights of the Brown Bottle. Usually try to sit next to your friend, mm-hmm. Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and we did a, a tasting of a lot of Breckenridge's beers right across. And they did really solid, especially to the style. Like they had a Bach. It tasted like a Bach. Right. You know, they, they had... I think I had a bison or something like that. They had several different things, and all of them were really true to their to their style and right. good drinkable beers, not just you know a slave to right you know what's what it's supposed to be. Right. So, but they did a good job. It was nice, roasty. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like it's a little flat. It, you know it, and maybe it's just in comparison to the to the beer that we just drank. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have near as much flavor, right? The the palate's not nearly as wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's certainly it's characteristic of a darker beer. It's got a a, a, a heavier characteristic to it. You know, mm-hmm. in, in the mouth, um, a I roasty. Yeah, you know, it's, a little coffee. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, it's something I I I would tend to to drink on a fall day. You know, a, a cooler day. It's not something that I would tend to go for on on, on a hot day. Right. Definitely um, not. I could see it'd probably be a good dinner beer, mm-hmm. you know, besides something, you know, meaty and potatoes yeah. kind, of, kind of deal. Yeah, something else that's heavy. Correct. Yes. Yeah. But I kind of welcome the non-sweetness of this one. It's not, some porters are kind of sweet. Correct. This yeah. one's not so much. And compared to the last one, it was on the edge of sweetness as far as what Correct. I like. Yes. Right. And this is definitely reserved in that. And definitely. I kind of... I like that. It comes mm-hmm. back. I, I would like. It's it a little bit more, more compact in that side. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like it a little bit more carbonated, not hoppy. Yeah, right. I would like it to sparkle a little bit right. more right. for me. Well, and yeah. I think a lot, a lot of that probably comes from the beer before it too. 
Yeah, sure. The last one was sure. so yeah. right off the tongue. Right. Um, because this one's got decent, you know, decent lacing. Uh, still got a little bit of a head, and it wasn't even poured very vigorously. Um, you know, it's definitely not. You wouldn't call it sparkling right. by any means, but the last one you might. Right. Absolutely. The last one certainly had the characteristics of sparkling. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. I think of the two of these two so far. I might, I might actually lean a little bit more towards the porter. Seriously, I would definitely lean the other way. Yeah, no, I know. I'm definitely more of a, of a, uh, whatever the hell that last thing was we drank was. <laughs> you guys don't like me. <laughs> ganging up. Yeah, on we're me. ganging up on you. Oh. But no, I, you know, I, th- I think this was. I sometimes you want a beer that is not going to take away from something else you're enjoying. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. So you know. It, I honestly, I think this would pair well with cheese. Oh, definitely you know? would. Yeah, you know, some, yeah, something maybe a little pungent. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think it would pair really well with cheese. Um, I think it would would pair well with you know certain meals and whatnot. But I, if I was just sitting down to drink a beer, this would not this be my not choice. Be yeah. yeah. Well, I think I, I'm kind of seeing again, kind of the cool night. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm sitting down. I'm going to watch a show or something like that, and you know, have this in my hand. And I'm happy, you know. So cool night outdoors with a cigar. Yeah, absolutely. This would no, be great for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, great. I think it would pair with. Yeah, and whereas I would not pair the uh, Fin du Monde. Yeah, the Fin du Monde with with a cigar at all. Right. I think it would be you know counterintuitive to a cigar. Right. Um, but the, this certainly would would pair well with a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost feel like the the flavors in the Fin du Monde are gonna. You, it'd be harder to pair with almost right. as far as food. This is going to push everything out of the way because it's kind of a spotlighter. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Well, good. Well, let's um, let's change. This is really going to be a change. And again, these are totally kind of random beers. <laughs> um, I struggled with what order to do this in. The last one's a little hoppier than mm-hmm. the other ones, and so that's why I waited until the last to to do it. But it's the Velvet Hammer by Petacolis. The Velvet Hammer. I really like it, and it's got. A, I can't remember what the um, the alcohol content on it, but it's like eight and a half or nine as well. So it's a nice sturdy beer, and uh, I'll pour you a pretty the, good uh, glass, but you don't have to beer? drink it all because uh, I know we still have scotch coming. But I got I got to finish that up in the next couple of days. Don't okay, I can't right do then. that by myself. <laughs> Challenge. Oh well, this one the vanilla the vanilla porter was only four seven. Yeah, so that was that was on the light side. And this is an imperial red. Sorry. Here, let's. Uh, is it okay. Oh yes, yeah, since you got to finish this up, we we get more of it. I need their tongues. Oh my, that's a lot of head. It really is. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, you know I, I was pour- trying to make it sound great in the microphone. Mark, I got to say, I poured better beers for my dad in a moving car. <laughs> that, that says a lot. You said a lot right there. Well, I didn't pour mine any better, so that's. This for you. And what I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out in that parody is, is who's driving? <laughs> oh, no, Dad was. Dad was. <laughs> I think I was, you know, see what, 76? I would have been nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Petacolis. It's an imperial red. I like reds. I'm excited about this. I really like reds. It's probably, uh, it's going to be on the hoppy side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't oh, drink mine for 20 minutes because I've got so much head. I know. 
Right, you want to get you a spoon? You can. <laughs> exactly. Are you going to complain about head retention on this one? <laughs> yeah, you can't see this one doesn't have good head retention because we've cut out a good 20 minutes of this show just waiting for this to go. And it's still well, and you're really not going to get a good sniff of it either with no, that head not with all that on there. No. I'm really sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I, it, well, I can make a lot of excuses, <laughs> yeah. but there. It's been sitting in my uh, in my growler for uh, all what, about four six hours. Hours? Uh, about six hours now, and so I thought, well, maybe it's lost a little bit of its. Now you picked this up at Whole Foods. Whole Foods is I now did. offering growlers in some of their locations. That's right. The yeah. Dallas, I know the Park Lane, the Highland Park location, Lakewood location all have yeah. a good selection. I called over there. Um, what you can't and... see on Eldos right now is his head mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, <laughs> um, but they've got—I mean—they've got all sorts of great stuff. A lot of them are carrying local stuff. Um, Deep Ellum, um, Pedicolis, uh, Franconia. Um, I'm trying to think uh, who else. Lakewood mm-hmm. has one called the Temptress, which um, I can't remember which one that is right now. It's an Imperial. I wonder why they're not offering that at all locations. I don't know, but I'm just kind of bummed. I really like it to be at the Arlington location. Yeah, because be that's more, close to home. Much better. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know if they're trying it out to see if it works. I yeah. did know that today uh, El Dos and I went over there to pick this up, and there was a guy sitting at the bar. Oh, my goodness. Totally working his Amway oh my speech. <laughs> oh, was that what he was talking about? I'm pretty about? sure. I totally didn't know what you're talking about. I'm just yes. glad he didn't start talking to me. I, my feelings were not hurt that you didn't bring me into the conversation. No, Thank no, you. no. He starts going. He's you know real keen on our names. And it was, guy, it was a guy picking up another growler of the same thing here. Yeah. Chris. Uh, Chris. I, I remember his last name. Yes. He had him spell <laughs> Almost. It. And... Uh, <clears throat> so there's Chris and me. We're sitting there talking to this guy. And what I knew when I knew something was up was when he said, you know, I've been talking to a friend of mine. Uh, he was talking about how he's kind of, you know, on the side of independently wealthy or whatever. He said, well, I've got this opportunity. Oh, boy. Um, this business opportunity. I'm going to make more money in the next two years than I've made in 37 years. Here we go. And I went. <laughs> <laughs> and so... At that moment, I was trying to free myself, extricate myself from the situation. And luckily, uh, Chris starts to wander off because he's already done his transaction. And the guy goes, hey, hold on a second. Pulls him back. Starts talking to him about, well, could we meet up? I want to talk to you about this opportunity I've got. Oh, so you got way more of that conversation than I did. So I went, hurry up your sample. Or El Dos. Sorry, I'll edit that. Um. Uh, I was like, hurry up your sample. We got to we got to pay. We got to get out of here. <laughs> and so we did as fast as we could and we got out and we didn't have to withstand the the conversation, but I felt so bad for poor Chris. Poor Chris. More power to him. Poor guy. So how long has Whole Foods had um beer on tap anyway? Not long, I don't think, but of course I don't ever go to the ones out in Dallas. Maybe a year. Do they, Something like that. Do they have them at the one on Lemon? Uh, well, I think that's their Lakewood location. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, when I was in there, they only had a couple. But this last time when I called, where did I put my paper here? Um, the Lakewood, they have like five. Mm-hmm. 
And I think when I was there before, I don't know that they even had five. Yeah. And so that's and the one at Park Lane. Gosh, they had how many? Several. Uh, Fifteen. Yeah. Wow. Something like that's that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a great idea. How much do they charge for the growler? This is a this is a sixty four ounce to fill it up with this particular brew, and I don't know if it it varies. It was a seven ninety nine. God, that's not bad at all. Mm-mm. That's not bad at all. Not at all. Yeah. So. Very, very happy with that. They had another one by the same um, brewery, Pedicolas, Golden Opportunity. Mm-hmm. Thought about getting that one. It was just a little bit on the light side. It's Pilsner. I liked it. But it was good. Yeah. But because, because it wasn't so hoppy. I'm not a yeah. fan of hops. It's the, the, the only thing that I enjoy about Gordon Biersch, the the restaurant, mm-hmm. is that you can get a growler there. Because I, I do like their, their brews at mm-hmm. Gordon Biersch. Not a big fan of their food. Uh, but you know, uh, so that's uh, it, it's worth a trip to Gordon Beers to me to you know eat some of the garlic fries, then come home with a growler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know they, they've got a, they've got a nice amber there. They've mm-hmm. you know got a couple of things that I re- really rather like, and their seasonals are always good. The brew pubs I always like doing the flights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes I'll do the same ones over and over again. Oh yeah, but I do enjoy doing the flights there because sometimes it's a little bit more interesting than just right. yeah. I don't know. I like the flights in general. If I can and go somewhere does, and get flights, um, I'll do does it. Does World of Beer offer flights? Yeah. Sure do. They also have a neat little uh, a web app, or not web app, Herp. Uh, iPhone app uh, that you can get via the interwebs. Um, that if you have a loyalty card there and all that, you can put that in there. It'll show you what you've drunk, what the beers you've drunk, and you can pick something that you don't already have. You can also, if you don't have a membership either, look through and see what they've got on tap like you can put in the yeah. the Arlington store see what they've got on tap at, at this moment so you could say oh okay and uh, they can you can see what other people have rated it mm-hmm. so you can say oh that looks interesting oh it's got half a beer out of right. five okay I probably won't try that uh, and, so, and Flying Saucer has the same same sort of thing so kind of I just found those just recently and they're kind of interesting cool makes me want to go drink which means they're doing their job right yeah yeah all right. Well, I, I don't know about you guys. Have you already been tasting? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I've been waiting for the for the head to go down a little bit in here. That's what she said. Oh, Lord. <laughs> El dos. El dos. Hey, that's better than the F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I was not 10. If, not if you don't do it like eight times. I was 10. <laughs> So I'm toying with the idea, do I do a bunch of little beeps to make it sound hilarious? Or do I go through your entire conversation now and just randomly beep stuff? Because <laughs> who's going to know? That's right. That's <laughs> hilarious. So it's a little bitter. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Typical of a, uh, of a red. Um, I'm not a fan of bitter beer. But you know. You know, that just reminded me of the old Bud commercials. Remember the bitter beer and the face pucker? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. You know, I, 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 there is a, uh, I don't know, I think there's a range of bitterness in beers, and this is about the, the most extreme that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would call this moderately bitter. You know, oh, wow. It's, it's not the, the most bitter beer you would drink. Um, but you know, it's it's got character. I think I find the color very ap- appealing to it. You know, it's a very pleasant, uh, you know, mm-hmm. red to it. Like I said, it's it's probably pushing the, the bitter, limit of right. the bitter that right. I enjoy. Right. Uh, and I like this. Um, 
Is it my favorite red? No. Right. Is it in my top three? No. No. But you know, one thing that I, I noticed about the one, the Imperial Red, and I think that this is, I'm starting to, to drink more of the Imperial Red and so I'm starting to mm-hmm. see. In the clown shoes, it's like you could taste the malt over here mm-hmm. and on the other side of the ring were the hops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were both strong. This one, I think they meet much more in the middle where it's intermingled, where there's the hops, the malt is kind of mixed in there, and it's not like two separate experiences. Whereas mm-hmm. with the clown shoes, it was very much so. So, you know, I'm kind of, I don't know. I almost, like, I almost like prefer the more the balanced clown approach. Shoes. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I last last time when we talked about it, I complained that they were, that the malt and the hops were too far apart. Mm-hmm. But it was almost like sort of a a stereo effect. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one kind of hits right in the middle, but there's not a lot of... Right, not a lot of range to it. Not a lot of range yeah. to it. It's just right there. So, um, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Tell you what, uh, let's take a short break. I'll go get glasses. Sounds good. Great. And we'll jump off into the scotch. So the uh, scotch that we're going to have tonight uh, is uh, Lafroig's Isla Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Now, uh, I'm a huge fan of all whiskeys. And, you know, we're going to probably mostly be featuring scotch whiskeys here. But, you know, we're going to bring some bourbons every now and again. Maybe some rye. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, just kind of mix it up a little bit. Get a little crazy here on the microphones. In the house. Yeah. Uh, but tonight we're, we're going to go with the Lafroig. Now You crave. I know, I know, right? Be crunk later. Mind you, I'm the only black person in the room. (laughs) We're calling El Dos. You're our multicultural epicenter. That's right. right. So, uh, So how did you choose that versus? Oh, sorry, I'm just knocking stuff around. No, that's fine. Um, I am a huge fan of the scotches from the island of Isla. Uh, Isla, Isla. Uh, it's it's spelled I S L A Y, which I always used to think was Islay, um, but it's actually pronounced Isla according to Wikipedia. Okay, and you know Wikipedia is always right. <laughs> it's um, like <laughs> island without the and. Isla. That's correct. Okay, um, and it is an it is one of these Scottish Isles, and if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Um, that's right. That's right. So you know I'm going to be playing some. Uh, some bagpipe music yeah. under this. So go ahead. <laughs> the 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 scotches from Isla are typically peaty scotches. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite my favorite uh, scotch uh, from that region is Lagavulin, and that's something we'll be featuring uh, on a future podcast. But I had found out about this one. This is called Quarter Cask, and the significance of that is that you know scotch is aged in oak barrels. And they're these gigantic, you know, anywhere between 180 to 280 liter barrels. Barrels aren't really, uh, you know, the same. They're not uniform. You know, each each distillery uses their own size, but they're gigantic. Mm-hmm. And they're not, uh, you know, prone to, to being carried around. Well, 
This scotch is distilled very much the same way that they were distilled 200 years ago. Mm. And they're done in smaller casks, uh, you know, the quarter casks, which is something that, you know, two men could carry together and put on the side of a mule and, you know, move across, you know, Scotland delivering their whiskeys. Um, And so the significance of that is that there is 30% more surface coverage of the scotch to the wood. And the wood is what provides the flavoring. So what it really does is it kind of rapid ages the scotch. Mm. And I am really of the mind that my scotch should be old enough to drive. I like a 16-year or older scotch. Um, You know, once you've had an older scotch, it's really hard to go back. Mm. Um, But this ages for three years. Uh, It distills for three years, and then it spends some time in the barrel and winds up being five years aging altogether, and it has the characteristics of a 10-year-old scotch. Mm. And it's supposed to have a great big flavor, great big nose to it. So we're going to give this a try tonight. I'm very excited about the... uh, This is my first time to try it. I've never had this before, so we'll see how it goes. You've definitely done your homework. Well, I I like my scotch. (laughs) Is it Ron Burgundy scotch? Scotch, scotch, scotch. That's right. (laughs) Oh, very nice. Very nice. I do like that. Yeah, get this. So I'm pouring out about an ounce for each of us. Okay. Here you go, sir. This next one, I'm going to crank this up. Okay. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. We may have to incorporate that particular sound into our our theme song as well. Okay. Three beers and a scotch. (laughs) And the cork sound. Three beers and a scotch. Oh, thank you, sir. (laughs) Now, you want to let this, the nose open up on this for a few moments? Oh, my. I mean... So you let, might let do not, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, do not light a match around it. That's correct. You might you want to you know swirl it around for a few minutes, uh, you know, and just let it kind of do its thing. Now, you know, one of the things that I'll say between this scotch and say something like a sixteen-year-old is the color. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little bit more pale. Right. Um, there's no caramel. You know, caramel notes to it. Right. Um, it's like a light straw color. Exactly. Exactly. It's about as golden as that Le Fin du Monde. It really is. It really is. It's, it's a very golden uh, sort of sort of color to the. Obviously, much more clear. It's not sparkling. <laughs> have, have, have you now, ever? Ha- is there such a thing as a sparkling yeah. scotch? Like, could, could you carbonate this stuff? Well, you you would call that a a, a scotch fizz, perhaps. <laughs> um, I will say this is a forty-eight percent alcohol. Uh, to is the that scotch. High for scotch, yeah, uh, scotch has to be at a minimum forty percent to be characterized as scotch. Okay, so at a minimum forty percent, this is forty-eight, and it's a little bit higher than you would normally find. Right. I, I get the peak. All, all I can handle is a is an ounce. Oh man, that is that is. I took my first just little sip taste to it, and that is full on in the nose. Mm. Yeah, that I mean that is wow. You can taste the alcohol. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can. Yeah. The sides of my tongue are going, we're burning. <laughs> <laughs> now, Save we us. have not added any water to this. No, not a bit. Have that, you had a taste? Is that typical? Okay. Um, I, 
you know, I am very much a, uh, and you know, there are folks that would call me a heathen for this. I am very much an ice and scotch guy. Oh, okay. Uh, I first started drinking scotch shortly out of college Mm -hmm. and it was, you know, in college, I always drank whatever was on sale at the bar, you know, so if Colorado Bulldogs were twofers, that's what I was drinking that (laughs) night. But, you know, I, I had my, uh. You know, get you get your first job and you start going to like work parties and whatnot, and mm-hmm. you know you can't you can't go well. What's on sale? You know, so I started looking around to see what other guys were drinking, and you know I was going to these uh, parties where there were lots of attorneys, and they were all drinking scotch and water. I was like, okay, well that's what I'll drink. So I drank scotch and water. It's a couple of years go by. I'm at another scotch uh, and water, scotch and ice, or like they're literally diluting it. Yeah, literally diluting it, okay. which is which is common among scotch drinkers. Okay. And so I was drinking scotch and water, and I was at one of my company's business parties, and my boss says, "What are you drinking?" And I said, "Scotch and water." And he said, "When you drink water, you drink water, and when you drink scotch, you drink scotch." And the next thing you know, I had a scotch and ice. And that's what I have drank ever since. Because I was like, wow, that's that's pretty great. I, I much prefer it without the water. Some people like the water. And so I did bring some water if y'all want to try it with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, Aaron brought water. Um, oh, I brought water. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Um, it will change. Out. It will even out some of the notes to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're. If uh, the peat is a little bit more aggressive than you care for, mm-hmm. it will even some of that out. Yeah, so it's just pretty peaty. I can. I it is. That. It's very peaty. But you know, I gotta say, one of the things that that I dislike about younger scotches is that there's not a lot of flavor to them, and this thing is just full of flavor. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of smoke to it. Mm-hmm. Right. You really taste the oak. Yes. Um. Yeah, I, it's very woody. Yeah, I I like this. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> you know, and I'm I don't know much about scotch, but this this is good. It's yeah. hitting the spot. Um, you know, I I was I was going to be really grown up and, and mature at Disney World once and have a flight of scotch as the as a post dinner right, thing. Right. I thought, should I have the chocolate lava cake or the flight <laughs> of scotch? I was like, oh, flight of scotch. I am sophisticated <laughs> and I suffer my world that it would thing. be I'm a grown ass man <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what the first I like the first three or four um were fine you right. know they were kind of what I expected a little different flavor the last one they had was I felt like I had walked up to a fireplace grabbed just an old burnt stick right yes. and stuffed it in my mouth and chewed on it for a little bit and for hours afterwards I couldn't get Away from that smoke, right? But it was a much more raw flavor. Like this, it's it's there. Right? There's still a subtlety. It's still co- mm-hmm. covered and kind of balanced with the other flavors. It's not like smoke, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You know, all right. in your face. So I kind of I like that. Well, I you know I used to be a uh, forty dollars Scotch guy. You know, that was that was the, that was the, the most I was going to spend on a bottle of scotch. Mm-hmm. And then one of my bastard friends <laughs> gave me a bottle of Lagobulin and hit the he, I was like, well, I mean, this is kind of an expensive gift. You shouldn't give that to me. And he's like, you know what? My wife used to work for a distributor and I've got this stuff just sitting in my closet at oh, home. Wow. And I know you like scotch. And I'm like, okay. So sitting in the closet, it's aging even more. Well, it won't age anymore once it's in the bottle. Oh, okay. So it'll only age in the barrel. Okay. 
So, you know, once they, once they decant it into a bottle, the aging process has stopped. Gotcha. Um, but, you know, I took it home, and, I, and I'd never, ever had anything approaching a scotch of that quality before. And I poured my first glass, and, and you, you taste it, and you know there's no going back. Right. You know, you burn the bridge behind you. You know, there is no going back across that river because you you have you have been to the promised land. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, you know, the the Lafroig is much less expensive than your typical scotches from that region. Um, I've I picked this one up for forty eight dollars. Okay. Um, the I see them online anywhere between forty eight sixty two. So there's a range there, but I picked this one up for forty eight bucks, and I gotta tell you, it's a fantastic purchase. I am really happy with this purchase. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is good. So yeah, you know, I had the, a similar experience with some uh, with tequila. Uh huh. Had you know, I only had garden variety tequila. Right. I think ever, you know, I might have had the, you know, Jose Cuervo Gold or right. something at some point, right. and that was about as good as it got. And uh, so I went over to this guy's house. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, we'll do a shot of tequila. So that, to me, meant shot of tequila. Yeah. So shot glass, he pours his tequila in, you know, cheers. Bam! He goes, you might want to hold back on that just a little bit. <laughs> this is about a buck twenty-five per bottle. Right. I mean, $125, wow. obviously. Yeah. He's like, this is what you call sipping tequila. Correct. Yeah. He said, let me pour you another that you will oh, drink slower this time. because you threw it back. You did throw it's it It's a shot of tequila. Well, what do you do with a shot of tequila? Right. I was like, where's the well, lime, dude? And usually, you know, tequila that, you're, that, that you generally buy is so bad, you want to get it over with just as soon as you can. It's, it's about getting inebriated versus enjoying the tequila. Right. Yeah. And he said, now you got to watch out on these because you can sip on these. And it was stinking sweet. I can't remember what brand it was. Right. Um, but it was so smooth and so everything that he was like, you got to watch out. Because he said he, he sat and had about five one evening while he was sitting there talking to somebody. Five had shots. Five shots. Never realizing. Right. That he was because he was just like, it was just this nice little sip. And then he was like, I started to get up. And I almost couldn't. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but the same thing with, with tequilas now, you know, even, even in margaritas, unless it's kind of a top shelf alcohol you know i'm kind of like yeah 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 i was looking there is a uh the beer network has a podcast and so uh-huh. i thought oh this sounds good started listening to it it's just kind of a streaming deal it, it wasn't showing me how long it was or anything like that and i was like oh, you know it's interesting they're not hurrying through anything they're just talking they had a lot of stuff going on yeah they have like six eight people something like that on the mics i mean it's a lot of talk and a lot of chatter and uh was sitting there, I was like, okay, you know, I didn't really recognize. So I was like, oh, let me go and download one of these. Like four hours. Oh my! Oh my. Each episode. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> I don't have time for this. It may be very interesting. You know, and they had lots That's of people. A road that, trip. You listen yeah. to that on a road trip. A long road trip. I was like, it would take me a week to listen to. I get people that complain to me about our funny books episodes lasting, you know, an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get. It. See, I ought to be listening to the funny books episodes because hour and a half is perfect because that's a round trip to work and back for me. Yeah. So that would be boom. Yeah. One day there and back. 
And how many f bombs do you drop on that one? Uh, they're continual. It's a it's a continuum. <laughs> it's a continuum of swearing on that show. So wait a minute. Tell me about this because I, I, I'm not. I'm yeah, not yeah. Really okay. Funny book. So uh, I uh, co-host a weekly comic book discussion podcast called Funny Books with Aaron and Polly. There are a couple of other guys on there, but they don't get title credit. Um, <laughs> and we are a hundred and as of as of today, we are 164 episodes in. Wow, so, that's good. Yeah, is uh, this weekly? Yeah, weekly. So and sometimes you guys show. have done a couple in a week, haven't you? Yeah, I, we have we have a couple of other things that we release. Uh, we have a we have an interview series called uh, New Comic Book Day Interviews, in which we interview comic book professionals. It's not regular; it didn't happen every week. But mm-hmm. when we when there's somebody to talk to, you know, we chat with them. Um, and so we've had a number of those. Uh, we have a uh, a, a role playing actual play uh, series of, of episodes that come out as well. So yeah, there are sometimes there are three things that will drop in a given week. You know, just wow. depends on the week. But it's always always weekly on the comic book discussion. So, cool. That was very but, cool. But uh, yeah, check it out. That's commercial, by the way. What's the name? That's of the podcast right. Again, uh, Funny Books with Aaron and Polly. And you can find it under the Ideology of Madness uh, label on iTunes and Zune, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. Does that thing even exist anymore? I think it does it because does. I still I heard get someone hits talking from it. about it today. Yeah, I get uh-huh. hits from it now still. So Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I heard somebody say something about it, and it was sort of the same kind of conversation. And on Zune, what? <laughs> yeah. Zune? Well, you know, I get my, I look at my Google Analytics and it will tell me where people are, are, are hitting the podcast from. And I got people in China. And I just, wow. you know, I, I, I keep wondering who that is that's listening to, you know, us talk about comics on a weekly basis. You know, is it? Hey, but the anime thing is big there. Maybe, but we don't talk about any anime or manga. You know, it's all, it's all Western comics. You know, go figure. Maybe, maybe it's, it's some, maybe it's some revolutionary getting ready to storm Tiananmen Square, and they just want to hear a little bit about Captain America. Maybe that's what it possibly. Is. It's yeah. their guilty pleasure. Could be. Never guess Could what be. I listened to the other day. <laughs> <laughs> these jokers I, from the West. I listen to these guys that say fuck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they like the Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. That's great. Great. So, yeah. Well, excellent. So, because I'm not not into the scotch, uh, I want to get into it. So, yes, sir. explain to me the single malt, the double malt. What, what, what is the malt system uh, well, for, in us, order, for us scotch novices? Here's the important there. thing about malt. Okay. In order for it to be scotch, it has to hit a couple of parameters. And just a few of those are that it has to be made in Scotland. Because if it's not Scottish, it's crap! Um, (laughs) It's got to be made in Scotland, or distilled in Scotland, I should say. Um, It has to to be at least 40% in alcohol, and it has to be distilled from malt. Um, And so single malt just tells you that it's had a a single malt pressing, I believe that's the correct term. Mm. Um, Yeah, there are a couple of things that make the the Laphroaig quarter cask unique beyond the fact that it's the size of the cask. It uses a, a more traditional, meaning 200-year-old, filtering system versus the more modern filtering system. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, if you single malt is really the way to go on on Scotch. Um, you know, you can, in my opinion, uh, single malt Scotch is a more pure experience. Mm. Um, you can go with blended whiskeys. You know, like for instance, Crown Royal right. is a, is a blended whiskey. 
I don't think it's gotten flavor. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends at work absolutely loves Crown Royal. I just bought some today. Yeah, I see. I, I just it, to me, it doesn't have any flavor at all. Um, see, it's a drink I grew up with in the house. No, maybe, I get it. Maybe it's it's I, more of the no, and you know. and, and I'm not disparaging it whatsoever. Yes, yeah. No, I know a lot of fans of yeah. No, Crown Royal is one of the top selling spirits in the nation. So right. I mean, it is. I, I am I am not disparaging it right. at all. But when you are are comparing a Scotch whiskey versus a blended uh, whiskey th- that I think is really made for more of a medium palate. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a milder blend. Um, I-, I think that that what you'll find in in a single malt Scotch versus something like that is you know a lot more forward flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be a little bit more bold. You know, and you you can find something that's very mellow all the way up to just wow. You know, peaty and smoky and the whole bit. Um, but you know, the one of the the blended whiskeys that I'll bring in a, for a future episode is blended here in Fort Worth. Um, it's got a lot of bold flavors, but it's also really sweet, and so it's got that unique kind of of uh, blend from from various whiskeys. I like sweet. Yeah, it's good. It, it's there's a lot of vanilla in the nose to it, and I you know I'll, I'll, we'll bring that. We'll talk about it. But uh, uh, I for for Scotch. Um, you know, you, there are younger scotches, um, and the younger you are, the less developed the flavors are going to be. Mm-hmm. The flavors are really going to mature with the older the, the, the scotch is. Uh, and the this Laphroaig is is really the difference, and it's the way that it's it's you know aged in the in the quarter cask that makes that profound dif- difference to it. Because I, I think it would be really interesting to 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 pour a 16-year-old scotch next to the Laphroaig mm, quarter cast and see how they compare because mm-hmm. I, the, the flavors are really uh, strong. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just have, have a very unique characteristic to it. And i got to tell you, this is going to be a regular in my liquor cabinet. Yeah. It's, I like it a lot. Will you hit me with a little bit of the water? I don't know how much to I will. put in. This is, I've, I've had about half of it now. But I want to I taste yeah. the difference between the full-on and the... Now, a... Uh, a, a, a gourmand, you know, a, a, a connoisseur would actually use a tablespoon to pour in the water. The water. Oh, but okay. We're just going to pour just a, a drop or two in there for you. Okay. Wow. I just want to get how the the difference in the taste with the water yeah. and without. You know what I'm starting to really look forward to is our re-recording of a theme song. Today. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yes. That's going to be great because we've got to finish the scotch tonight. No. <laughs> the yes. No. The 750 milliliter bottle. <laughs> this this couch 40, pulls out into a bed. Oh, my goodness. No. No, please. No. I feel like I'm pre gaming for. I, 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 this year will be the fourth annual um, Thanksgiving Guys Night Out. There's some there's some gathering, there's some fellowship, there's a little eating, and there's a whole lot of drinking. <laughs> Hell does. Look at you. I just feel like I'm I'm like 45 days in advance pre gaming or something. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, this is just training. That's right. Just doing a little You're training. conditioning your liver. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Then I just got a, a text from my homeopathic doctor. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna juice uh, an orange uh, uh, sweet potato and a pear, and that's gonna help to cleanse my liver. So this all sounds like <laughs> something you do on a dare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home and drink more Lafroig. 
<laughs> that sounds to yeah. me like a dare. <laughs> I, I think that's what I'm going to do. Oh, this is really, this is good. Yeah. Uh, and, it I, is. and again, I don't think, I think you know that either uh, numero dos or myself. <laughs> the deuce. <laughs> it's so hard. I mean, I'm trying not to say the name. I'm, I'm still remembering, okay, I've got at least one time I said his name. i got to go ahead and But uh, our big scotch people. But I really yeah. enjoy this. And I hope, and now looking back, uh, you know, we did a previous podcast together and I would buy scotch. Mm-hmm. And I hope you weren't suffering through that because I did not buy No, not at all because I, 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 you know, I hadn't learned, I hadn't drank an older scotch yet. I hadn't drank something. Oh, that good. Was, so this you was, hadn't gotten that gift yet? No, so I had was, not. That was fairly I recent had not. then. Yeah, it was. It was about a year, year and a half ago. Oh, I mean, okay. how long has it been since you and I did the Popecast? Couple, couple. I mean, it's been what three years, four years. I think it's uh, been three. It's been a couple of Christmas houses. Yeah. I'm gonna say two years. Okay. Two years. Well, we've got another Christmas spectacular to record coming up. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah. We should get the big uh, Christmas beer we saw today. That's not selling. Well, who was there was by? a Christmas beer. Who was that by? The Saint Bernardus. No, 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 no. the other one. The, the the really big one that we saw. Said oh. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Uh, oh, the, it was an anchor. Oh, okay. There was an anchor holiday thing. It was fifteen bucks, but it was like, I don't know how big. Seven hundred fifty milliliters. No, it was bigger than that. <laughs> oh, what's? It was like one point one point five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good size. Yeah. Of course, I also saw a Chime. Oh my god. <laughs> the Chimes are so good. Chimay. It yeah. was. Um, it was, it was I love Chimay. Three liters. Yeah, you should, you should have gotten that <laughs> for tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a liter for each of us. I told, <laughs> I told El Dos, I was like, we need to get that for tonight. He's like, uh, yeah. what? I mean, this thing is yeah. it's, it's pretty good sized. That'd have been good stuff. Yeah. All right, guys. Made for an interesting well, podcast. I've totally enjoyed the uh, the drinkage. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we're gonna are we gonna try and re-record the. Uh, yeah, let's do that. The theme song. Let's do that. Yeah, we don't even have to stop this thing. Yeah, it'll add it all together. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> three beers and a scotch, right? Three beers and a scotch. <laughs> three beers and a scotch. So we'll go about this tempo. Echo going on or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got the rave thing going. have the dance mix. <laughs> Now, why were you not doing that earlier? Because you have to do that. We're not going to do it until until I get it. You didn't have any alcohol earlier. Three Beers and a Scotch is a production of ideologyofmadness.com. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call on the Ideology of Madness hotline at 972-763-5903. Leave a comment on the blog or follow us on Twitter. Details in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and always remember, and never forget that while you can lead a horse to water, you cannot make him share a single malt. Celebrity Voices Impersonated.